Hello, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. I am your host, Yitz Epstein. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach, and today I'm going to be talking about a very specific control tactic called problem-reaction-solution. Problem-reaction-solution is a chaos-inducing control mechanism, control tactic used by narcissistic abusers in order to keep victims in an emotionally dysregulated state and ultimately in a much better position to be manipulated and controlled. This tactic consists of manufacturing chaos by inducing a problem that only the narcissistic abuser can solve. Victims in their attempt to resolve the issue um, and looking for a solution will be in a highly reactive state with the inability to to see the true cause of the chaos, the true instigator. At this point, the narcissistic abuser will look to be the rescuer and offer the solution which they originally had, uh, which was the original solution that they were looking to uh, ultimately create. creating a sort of savior figure and ultimately manipulating everyone to see them in this light, worship them, and to be uh, really become dependent on them. This tactic is used most specifically because narcissistic abusers want something to be given to them uh, by victims. They want to use their victims in an inappropriate way, usually a narcissistic supply. They have too much pride to ask for it or they're embarrassed to ask for it. Ultimately, they do not. Uh, they are aware that their victims will not give it over uh, without this manipulation and this chaos-inducing tactic, um, ultimately because of its inappropriate uh, requests. They will use this backdoor technique to get their need met, this, I should say this extremely inappropriately or age-inappropriate or ultimately inappropriate for this specific victim to give them um, without having anybody detect them as being the perpetrator. Small example, this is when a parent wants to uh, use a child to comfort them, to love them, to Uh, give them approval, uh, to worship them, which is extremely inappropriate, uh, especially as a parent who should be the rock of their child. This is flipped on its head. Instead of asking for this, they may go into a rage and create drama for the child, where the child will feel responsible for for the parent's needs, and then therefore compelled as a child to please the parent to step in and comfort the mother or the father with their own love. It's a very subtle manipulation that go that gives over all the love while the child has no clue what the intentions are. They don't realize how they're being pulled into this dynamics. The problem in this case, the parent needs to be soothed. The reaction is the child feeling responsible. The solution is the child gives over the love completely unaware of the dynamics he or she is a part of. The solution is what the narcissistic abuser uh, wanted originally. Uh, They wanted to be loved, to be cared for by the child in this case, and ultimately will create this drama and create this uh, feeling of uh, of stress or even shame on the child for uh, not pleasing the parent, compelling them to do things that are age-inappropriate to please the parent. Narcissistic abusers use problem-reaction solution to make sure they are never seen as the abuser. They use it to keep everyone controlled and in chaos, which is constant stress inducing, ultimately making the victim fork over the narcissistic supply without even, without ever have to be having to be told, uh, uh, to do so. Um, ultimately they do this because they want to stop the, the stress, the, uh, chaos from, from continuing, uh, the anxiety inducing manipulation and then stress inducing tactics. They want it to stop. Ultimately they want to uh, be at peace. And because the narcissistic abuser is so uh, psychologically manipulating and torturous, they uh, they will do whatever they can to make it stop, ultimately, even if it means giving over uh, narcissistic supply. Problem-reaction solution is used by governments. It's used by control regimes. 
which play on people's fears, much in the same way narcissistic abusers use victims' vulnerabilities and fears against them. Things like television, news, are all designed to do this very specific thing, induce chaos, and create a problem-reaction-solution. Having people who have no clarity and are in fear is the e- really the easiest way to control a person. Constantly complaining and having problems on the part of the abuser will keep victims on an endless hamster wheel of fear and in servitude, true emotional slavery, constantly trying to please their abusers to get them to stop being this way. Narcissistic abusers study their victims' fears and know what they want and what they fear to lose. By constantly holding this over their head, the fear of losing these things, the love or acceptance, approval, money, etc., the victims are in a constant stress. And all the perpetrator really needs to do is to imply that they will take away these things that they love. And it sends the victims, the threat sends the victims into this chaotic emotional state, uh, looking to please and soothe the narcissist ultimately to stop the stress. Victims at this point will do anything. They will give over any supply just to keep the narcissistic abuser happy and prevent his or her rage and manufactured chaos. This, what this does to the mind, and what this does, if you are, if you are raised, or if you understand, if you are exposed to an environment of toxic ambient abuse, of being around narcissistic abusers, being raised in a, in a home with narcissistic abusive parents, narcissistically abusive parents, there is constantly chaos, and the chaos is ultimately so that at any point in time, the perpetrator can step in and take what they want and leave, leaving victims in an extremely uh, emotionally dysregulated state and ultimately without clarity as to what's going on. Um, victims of abuse who are per- who have been th- had this tactic perpetrated upon them uh, find themselves very difficult to uh, ultimately uh, trust and let go because they are always looking for the other shoe to drop. They're always looking for problems. They, be- they may become um, very uh, extremely codependent and people-pleasing because they're trying to constantly keep the peace. They may become people-pleasers because of which to remove any problems from occurring. They may be extremely anticipatory, looking out for potential threats of stress or people's needs potentially uh, not being met. And ultimately, this pattern of behavior stems from uh, being in constant chaos with the threat of the narcissistic abuser getting enraged, not being pleased, not being okay with what is um, a couple of tips on how to deal with being in a chaotic situation. Uh, if you are in one, do it the best you could to remove yourself. But if you have to be in a situation where there is chaos and you feel like there might be a perpetrator who's inducing this chaos, or even if you are aware that they're doing it, the number one key is to become less reactive. Your reaction creates the, or I should say the reaction of the victim is going to allow this tactic to be used to work. The narcissistic abuser needs their victims to be in fear, in servitude, in chaos, in stress, in uh, an emotional state of dis-ease and discomfort. Stay present with yourself. Do not let the influences of other people around you pull you into their chaos. Ultimately, notice this happening. Do what you can. Once you become less reactive, notice forces at play. Understand how, who's creating the chaos, what was said, what was done, what does the chaos look like? Is it important or is it simply something that is is the solution that the, that the narcissistic abuser or the person who created the chaos, look at what they gain. Look at the, when things settle down, look at what the narcissistic abuser gets, the secondary gain. Look at whatever it is 
or the really the primary gain. But even if it's if you can't tell it right away, look at the secondary gain of simply having everyone in chaos, almost just allowing themselves to have this power of keeping everyone in chaos. Uh, serves as a narcissistic supply. So do this study, study the situation, study the perpetrator, uh, see what they're gaining from it. When you become aware of what they're gaining, you'll be in a better position to assess and kind of reverse engineer it and see, well, uh, what do they want? What do they get before the chaos? What do they now have after the chaos? And how do they get it? And who do they take it from? Ultimately, uh, that is will give you an insight as to what the intentions of the narcissistic abuser were, uh, was, and um, and ultimately, what problems did they induce in order to create a solution that served them best? Please do reach out if you're struggling from this, uh, from recovery, uh, I should say, from if you're on your recovery journey from narcissistic abuse, because ultimately you probably have an extremely heightened emotional state, uh, hypervigilance, uh, extremely reactive, and ultimately untrusting of other people, uh, and simply not trusting yourself oftentimes. Uh, it's important to get back in line and in, in alignment with who you truly are into your peace, into your inner, uh, inner self. Um, you probably have been pulled away from your true self because you've been trying to manage this chaos for so long. Uh, so do reach out. I'd love to help you along your healing journey, understand how this has affected you and ultimately heal. So you can move on with your life and not be pulled into dysfunctional relationships where chaos and drama are the lifeblood of it. I can be reached at YITZ, Y-I-T-Z at psychologicalhealingcenter.com by phone 252 Six nine six four eight five two. I want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I appreciate uh, you joining me, and um, it's an honor, really, bringing you this information. So, until next time, all the best. <laughs>